This episode is proudly sponsored by Blossom Ladies Brunch, a platform focused on enlightening, educating and empowering young women all over. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of One Girl A Million Watts. I am your host, Aswefai, also known as Safi. Um, If this is your first time joining us on here, it's really nice to have you with us. Um, And obviously, if you're returning and you're a returning viewer slash listener on the podcast, it's really nice to have you listening again with us. Um, So... What do we do here on One Girl Million Thoughts? It's one girl sharing her thoughts on different life experiences, different things. So I talk about like different topics. And yeah, today, if you've seen the flyer already, we're having a special guest on here with us today. And she's going to be coming on any second. She's going to do the introductions herself. I'm not even going to say anything. She's going to introduce herself. And obviously, we saw the flyer. You've already seen like one or two things about her on the flyer. So I'm excited to see, to like have this conversation with her. And yeah, um, before I get started, if you haven't listened to us, our other episodes they are now available on my website www.onegirlamillionpages.com under the podcast section you can listen to every other episode that we've had it's no longer featured on the blossom ladies instagram page like it used to be so if you miss the live you can listen to the podcast version of the live on um, you can listen to the podcast version of the live on the website yes so if you're just joining us we're just getting started we have a special guest with us here on one girl a million thoughts today and she's gonna just be you know tell us a bit about herself and sharing her expertise with us if you know what i mean so yeah we're just gonna wait for her to get connected i hope you guys have had an amazing july so far and i know you guys haven't seen my face in the while. oh look at her there hi there <laughs> hi you look lovely Guys, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry, you can't see her. This is why you should be watching on the live, first of all, because she looks really lovely. It's really nice having you on here with us today. So, I'm going, I'm just going to give you the stage. Introduce yourself. <laughs> so, um, like you guys know, but Oluwakin um, Falai, that's what I'm popularly known as. Um, I am an author, like you guys probably read. Um, <laughs> I'm an author, I am a law student, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. What else is this? You know me already. What else is That's you sound up. Well, I, I know you because we went to uni together, but the audience, they don't know you like True. that, so you kind of need to give them, you know. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna help them with the getting to know you bit, so I'm just going to, we're just going to dive right into the conversation and I'll ask questions that obviously they're going to get to know you from there. So if you guys haven't already figured out the conversation to do about writing, <laughs> it's about her being an author, it's about writing, that's what we're focusing on. And um, you guys may not know, but I'm a writer myself. I love writing so anything writing excites me so this conversation I'm, I'm very excited about the conversation like I'm ready to start chatting so um I think the first question I've got is when did you start writing like when did it become more than literature in school you know that kind of thing that you just have to write for school yeah when did it become more than that when did you actually start writing so from um from when I was like maybe 13 I was already writing yeah I was writing 
people, like I would just write like poems in like little notebooks and then I think it just got more serious as I got older. I was like, I want to do this like seriously and like just make this a proper thing. And then when I got to like um my second year, when we were in our uni, my second year of uni, I was like, I want to make all my plans into a book. Like that was when I was like, okay, I think I really want to make this a book. But like from when I was 13, that was when I realized that like I liked writing poems. And more importantly, like I just like the beauty of rhyming. I, I don't know why. I've always got the beauty of rhyming, the creative way people find um ways to just rhyme things that you're like, wait, that even rhymes. Like things you don't even realize that like it goes together and it flows and so um yeah, I'll say from like when I was 13, but obviously younger than that, I was writing but not poetry. I was just writing like stories. Yeah, you know, all those just stories and all of those, you know, just things like yeah. that. So did you used to share it with anyone or you were just writing for yourself? Yeah. Like, did you try to get back? Yeah, I would show my friends. I would show like, you know, like it's my best friend or just, yeah, just friends, you know, but I wasn't shy about it. I just, I was always confident and I always wanted tell me whether or not it was good you know I'd always like to get feedback but yeah yeah uh, I think I think I don't I don't know how much I relate to that because I think I was more of the shy writer so I still am kind of more of the shy writer so I think I write more for myself and then yeah. recently I, I started sharing it but initially I write more for myself because it's kind of like me journaling all the things that are in my head so that's why I had to ask them, like did you actually used to share it and I guess that's one of the things that prompted you into wanting to make it into a book because you got feedback from people and stuff yeah yeah yes that's it that's it so um i think you already mentioned it but the first thing you wrote was it a poem then or it was a story like the first serious thing you wrote was it a poem was it a short story what was the first thing was a poem i think that was the first serious thing was a poem yeah do you still remember it i do it's embarrassing but i remember it (laughs) should i make a request and ask you to say it to us Oh, it's, no, it's embarrassing. Don't do me like that, Safi. No, it's embarrassing. I'm guessing this is like when you were what thirteen. Okay, okay, we'll just let we'll let it go. One after thing, and they're both so embarrassing. This one that I will have to think, I read it in front of the class. It was so embarrassing. I can't, I can't even believe it. Oh wow, you actually read it in front of people. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know we're all the same age. We all had the same brain. So everybody cut the opportunity was nice too. But now looking back, I mean that was so embarrassing. Like that. This is so. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So what what is your favorite part about writing? Then is it the I don't know if I should call it brainstorming or is it that creative part or when you're actually putting it together? Like what's your favorite part? Um, I think when it starts to come together. I think when you're writing everything looks scattered you're like what is this like you know where is this going but I think when everything starts to come together and it's you know fully putting together put, coming together and putting itself together I think mm-hmm. that's the thing and I'm like that reminds me of why why I like writing so much mm-hmm. yes. yes I just find the way to just look beautiful and like a proper piece um, I mean everyone always thinks oh why do you call yourself always creating art like you're not you don't actually draw you don't paint but I'm like it's art putting poetry together and and writing that you know it's a beautiful thing definitely like I definitely understand that because initially when you're writing it you're like what am I writing and then when you start to read it and like put it all together and you're like "Ah, girl you're you're onto something you know (laughs) yeah definitely relatable so what what is the easiest part for you then about writing um the easiest part of writing honestly I think when 
know. I think the hardest thing about writing is probably also like the easiest thing about writing for me. So I think like finding the words, sometimes finding the words um, to, to say, to write. So sometimes it's, it's hard, but sometimes it's so easy when like you're, you're you know, you're filled with emotions and you, um, you're passionate about what you're doing. Sometimes it's easy to find the words, but then again, sometimes it's hard. I, I don't know, it's very kind of difficult to explain, but um, I'll say that's probably the easy thing. And then, um, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people have a hard time um, rhyming their poems. But from what I hear, people, some people say, oh, they have a hard time rhyming um, as poems without making it sound cheesy or without making it sound unserious. Um, but I don't know. Rhyming poems have never been, like, difficult for me. I've always liked it. I've always enjoyed rhyming poems. I think it's so beautiful. It's so creative. Um, I think even when I was much young, much, much younger, I used to enjoy rap so much. Not because, like, I'm, you know, so into it, but because of the rhymes and the, you know, the way they put it. I'm just like, this is so creative and this is so, you know how people always say, oh, bad, bad, bad. Is the rhyme yeah. that, that they're hyping? But it's yes. a <laughs> oh. Yeah. So have you, have you ever tried this where, um, let's say, for instance, with your book, when you were writing it, like, obviously you had different poems already that you were bringing together, but you were like, mm, I want to reach this particular target of poems in the book. So, I'm going to give myself a task to write this. So with this particular word, I need to write something that has to do with this particular thing. Let's say something like... You're just saying everything that, that is facts and you're just dragging it out. You know what? I, I have to do because like, I, you know, I didn't want to it out there, but you've dragged it out now. Um, <laughs> no, but we all do it. Like, I feel like it's because I write as well. So I know like all the twists and all the hidden turns you can go through. So it's I kind of like... How do you inspire yourself to write that thing? No, you you dragged it out of me now. Okay, so I'm not gonna I did that. For my book that I was like, okay, let's say things that like I just feel like it's so important for me to not discuss. Do you get what I'm like it's just so like poems about healing. How am I going to write a poetry book and there's nothing there about healing? It's it's so crucial and so important important to me mm-hmm. and necessary. So I was like I was just like to write it, but I have to write it from my healing. I have to like put at least you know a full poems together that have to do with like, healing, you no, know, just setting things or um, or breaking down and building yourself up again, just something like that. Um, so yes, yes, I do that. Thank you for dragging me out. <laughs> You're very welcome. I think we all need to be completely honest because how else are you going to know how far you can go as a writer if you don't stretch like yourself beyond what you're used to writing because someone like me for instance I, I write based on how I'm feeling so usually yeah. it's when there's a lot of emotions and stuff that's when I'm writing but that, you're not always going to feel a lot of emotions sometimes you're going to be numb and what if you're writing a book in the middle of that numb period you're going to need to push from somewhere so it's just like for whoever's listening that is a writer obviously they can like listen to this and be like oh yeah so that's something I can do to actually help myself like if I want to write a book or do something else so okay next question um sorry did I you have happy. yeah of course add to something you said about sometimes you may not be feeling emotional sometimes you might even have an emotion that is distant that you're not currently feeling but you felt in the past and sometimes you have to pull that in and remember what it was like and then put that mm-hmm. in words what you said so true that's so true and to be fair, it's sometimes like a dark emotion that you have to go back 
something that you've heard from, you don't have to go back and revisit to write. It's not, it's not always the best, but I guess that's how you can measure your strengths because if you're able to just look back at it and just tap into it and write and then tap out, that's, you know, you're really healed, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's actually a very amazing point. Okay, so like the next question I was going to ask, which you kind of already answered, like, did you always know you wanted to write a book? Or it was just when you got to second year, you were like, I think I need to write a book. Or you always knew, like, I want to write a book and I want to do something. No, no, I've always known I wanted to be a writer. Like, to actually, okay. like, yes, I've always known. From, yeah, from time, I've just always, like, like, my brother and I, I mean, our mom was, was our mom is, she's strict, but, like, she was strict when we were growing up. So, yeah. watch TV or, like, you, you know, watch, you know, play games and, so writing and reading novels were like the only form of entertainment we really had during school. I mean, we could watch TV and do those things like during holidays, but like during school period, the September to December, the January to, you know, was time. Yeah, so we couldn't watch TV, we couldn't do those things. So um, writing was just like, uh, like writing and reading was just like our own. So we all, we had always, we used to write books. We would write many novels, like many books, just silly things. We would just write books, write eight stories. I've always known I wanted to be right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, shout out to your mom. I mean, right from time, she just helped you become an author. <laughs> Not everyone can say that. So shout out to her. Wow, that's actually, that's actually quite amazing because, yeah, I keep re- like relating this to myself because like, I like I'll just be writing and be holding the writing. Like I'm just keeping it. Up. I don't know who I'm keeping it for. I don't know who will actually read it. You get for it's like it's nice to know that like in some cases right from time they knew and obviously also like your surrounding and the people around you also influence that. So that's actually really really good. So um, the next thing I'm gonna ask you is how do you motivate yourself? Um. I'm pretty sure it's not all the time you want to write. It's not. You know what? I think with us, like both, both of us doing law, like you would be able to relate to this. Like some, law is such a draining course and sometimes it drains um, like your creative. It just drains, if you're reading sections and cases, like what time do you even have to actually write something, you know, that is outside of that? Um, so I'm not, I'm actually, that's just a short answer. Like I'm not always... But like I try to like do things to be related and interested and active and just so that I'm able to create. And I go out more like on walks and I'm very inspired by nature. So I go out more like walks on these things just to keep me very um you know, just creative and my mind yeah. yeah, I think the walks definitely would help because it would help you kind yeah. of like sort through like the feelings and everything that you're experiencing in that very moment. So I think that's really good. So um right before your book came out, how did you feel? Like what, what yeah. emotions were going through? Like you're about to become an author. <laughs> I was not excited. I was only scared. I was not excited. Are you serious? I'm, there was no form of excitement, no joy. No, I wow. was so. I was just like, God, like, well, what if people hate it? What if people, you know, like, even if you can, like, I, every, everyone wants their book to be a 10 over 10. No one wants, you know, someone to rate their book That's 6 true. or 7. Yeah. You know, like, not everyone to like your book. So I was worried about, I was worried about the, the fact that a lot of the poems were, so I thought people would think, oh, this is being on serious, this is being TT or she's being, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? A lot of yeah. people think the poems are the ones that don't mind, that just have... So I was so worried about that. I was very worried about that, but yeah, that was the only thing I felt. Not feeling any kind of excitement. The, the fact that there are not a lot of like books 
like just collections of poems out there. Like, do you know, anytime you hear poetry, you only hear like someone like someone is saying Shakespeare, someone is saying something. Like, you never really hear anything else when it comes to poetry. Like, if it's not a let's say a fictional book or someone's um, biography or something, like you just hardly hear of a book of poetry. Yeah. So did that definitely help like freak you? Because you're like, okay, how is this exactly going to reach people? Like that kind exactly. of thing. I mean, everyone knows who Rupi Kaur is. Um, I mean, she's a very successful poet. And you know, she also wrote like just a collection of poems as well. Short poems, like her poems are also very unconventional. But um, I mean, she, I don't even think she felt, like every time I listen to like her interview, she just did it, you know, she just knew that like, she knew she was good and she just did it. And I think that just gave me the confidence just to like, let me just put it out there, you know. So how did you how did you find publishing? Like, did you self-publish? Did you have an agent? How did you do it? Yeah, so there was there were publishing houses that were accepting unsolicited um so, so if you don't have an agent, they would take your um return. Um sorry, I don't want someone to call me while I'm having this but let's just talk in. Um yeah, so there were some publishing houses that were taking um, submissions just like that without an agent and there was a publishing house that had um, taken mine um, sent me like the contract and everything I just had like a few issues with them one they wanted to publish 5,000 books at a go and I think I was so scared I was like how do I know 5,000 people I was like absolutely not they would do all the promotion which was a plus but I think that was definitely like a huge thing for me and then the publishing house was in um, there in UK and I was in Lagos at the time so uh, this was last year so I was during the pandemic so I just thought you know if they need me to do anything because if they're my publishers they're going, they might need me to do a book tour or you know do a book reading and I won't be around to do that so I just thought um I think you're back now okay can you hear Sorry, I didn't hear the last yeah I didn't hear the last bit of what you said Hmm. Okay, you know, I said that I just decided to self-publish. Okay. So how did yeah. you how did you go about doing that? Like loads of research obviously, but did you have like outside help? Because not not a lot like there's a lot of information online, but it's still quite difficult yeah. to self-publish. No, I just did it myself. I just so I know there are different like places you can so like there's Lulu, there's Amazon, like there's so many places you can do that. But I just thought Amazon just seemed like the easier option because I they just you just order from there and they just deliver to you. Um, yes. Which did you prefer, self-publishing, or did you think the other option of going with a publishing? Oh, the other option is good if like you don't want to promote by yourself because then you have to do all the promoting yourself. Um, yeah. But the other option is really good if you if you don't mind like so let's say you're already someone that people know you don't mind you know like five thousand books exactly I just thought I'm not yeah. a popular writer I don't think I, I don't know if I can sell five thousand books for my first book I just thought I rather just it's just safer that way and it saves um saves money so definitely definitely yeah. so how has the experience been so far since the book has been out what what, what do you think about the whole becoming an author we're scared come on now you are one so how do you feel yeah i mean i think you know i liked my parents reaction to it kind of um my mom just she was like oh, i don't know if i like this part well, you should have you know i was like okay um but they, they they liked it they were so happy they were so proud um and yeah i mean i i like the feedback i've gotten it's been so so great so nice um and i'm even glad that like it's just been mixed because it's mostly women that have gotten back to me 
Um, but like I've you know guys, I've had guys that they like it too. So um, yeah, it's been okay. But was that your major target, the women, or it was just so, yeah, black, black women? Like that, that's what I was. I wanted black women to like. I wrote it for black women. Um, okay. So was, is that is that what inspired the name? Because that was going to be my next question: the untangled screams. That's a very out of the ordinary name. Untangled screams, just the things that um that have been that are inside us that we can't see, and it's just been you know just tangled and muddled up. And now, like I'm writing, I'm untangling those those feelings and those emotions. someone that just loves writing and they're thinking of what they can do with their writing because there's a lot of questions about what can I actually do in my writing like apart from making a book apart from writing a book like what can I do in my writing so what advice do you have sorry can you repeat that not everyone has to write a book like you could some people do blog I used to write I used to have a blog Way, but I don't write anything. Um, people do blogs, people do you know, they people just strictly write on Instagram. You don't write any, you know, it's just strictly Instagram. Um, but I mean, if you want to write a book, I just think patience, be kind to yourself because I know I was so hard on myself. I kept that this is probably how can you know, I, but don't, don't do that. Just be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself, and just allow yourself to take, um, just take your time. I even sometimes I look at my book and I know every writer says this. There's so many things I want to get out. I'm like, how did I even put this in? I just ew. Like, you know, some, there are some things you look back and you're like, ah, why did That's I write this? Yeah. But it's hard that they always have, I didn't. There are some things I still want to change or correct. Um, and a reader might read it and be like, what is better to, to change? What is better to correct? It's, it's incredible. Um, so just be kind to yourself. I think that's the advice I would give. And what about someone who wants to go into writing full, like as a career path? Would you would you tell them go for it? Like, because obviously that needs to be their source of income. As well. I know yeah, I writing like, is a bit is a bit. <laughs> I don't like problems. If you feel like you can, please do what you think is best for you. Nobody should come and say no one should come and tell me because I said they should do it. No, no obviously on, on, on this platform, we're just giving our two cents. Obviously, no one has to take our advice. It's not even an advice. We're just airing our thoughts on it. So okay. don't worry, feel free. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm going to give my honest opinion, I feel like writing full-time has its ups and like writing full-time. Unless you have like a full-time job as a man income, you know, or something like that, where you're you're writing for them full-time, fine. But if you just want to maybe just be a blogger, like it's risky. I'm not going to say like it's kind of risky. I mean, why do you think for school? It's not like I have passion for law like that. Um, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, law is incredible, and I like law. Um, but it's just it's risky being a full-time writer. It's risky. Yeah. You just. You so it's a 50 50 thing. You just, so it's great to have a backup, but if you're already a full time writer, I would just say just keep working hard at it. You get what I'm saying? Because that way you're putting your full. I mean, if I wasn't doing law, I would probably be putting my full energy into my writing. And um, I mean, that's also a plus. If you're only doing writing, you're putting your energy, your entire everything into it. So um, it has a subtle idea. Yeah. That, that does some sound words. Listen, ah, what a wisdom. Come on. Okay. So um, just before we let you. 
you go. Last question. I don't know if this question is for everybody, but it's mostly for me, Shad. Are we expecting another book, you know, anytime soon? Now that you're starting, we kind of expect you to keep the energy, you know, <laughs> and release one book. So should we look forward to more books coming? What, what's the plan? What's the next plan for you? <laughs> um, another book. Um, maybe, I don't know. I'm definitely writing, like, more poems. And, you know, I'm just keeping them, keeping them. But maybe much later. I don't want to write another book where I'm saying poems in it and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have put that in. No, I want to write a book where, like, I'm 100% sure of it. I have no regrets about the poems in it. Um, so I'm just going to take my time. Not now, but, like, maybe much later. Maybe much later. Maybe, like, in a few years. Then I think my next book will probably be, like, fiction. I want to to do more of that now just done for it yeah I mean I, I also like writing fiction so I'm trying my hands in that but we'll see we, we never know we'll see we'll see that sounds exciting and obviously all the best with that I heard that obviously everything that like, comes together and it's just it's going to be amazing and we're looking forward to it because we'll invite you again we have a thing that wants to come back and talk <laughs> it's incredible thank you for having it's been amazing. Thank you for engaging the conversation. I really enjoyed this conversation. Obviously, I've taken like a thing, more than a thing, like two, three, four, five, you know, taking wise words from our beautiful author. So thank you for gracing us with your presence. And yeah, do you have any last words for our viewers? Just uh, you leave? No, just thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problems. Bye, Pablo Swing. Uh, let me know what you guys think. But yeah, thank you. Bye, guys. It was really nice having you on with us. Thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, so guys, we've come to the end of the live for today. I hope that you've gotten a thing or two from this conversation. It was quite interesting. I enjoyed having the conversation. So I hope you enjoyed listening as well. And yeah, it's still me, your host, Aswafai, aka Safi. Um, the podcast version of this is going to be available from Wednesday. So obviously, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast, not the live. And yeah, till the end of next month, which is August, I will see you guys. I hope you have an amazing August and I hope you're productive. And if you're writing, I hope you get stuff done, get everything done, you know, and I hope life's in order and all that. So yeah, I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for joining us here again on One Girl A Million Thoughts. Shout out to our sponsors, Blossom Ladies Brunch. And till next time, guys, good night. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. On Twitter, it is at OGAM underscore official and on Instagram it's at one girl a million